0: lock, and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show.
1: And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in here today, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre, and all of you. 888-900-3393 is the number. That's 888-900-3393. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the program. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Steve Dace Show. Also, check us out on Parlor at Steve Dace. We're somehow... My engagement ratio of what I post at Parler is way ahead of my engagement ratio of what I post on Twitter, even though I have approximately 70,000 more followers on Twitter compared to Parler. How the how, math is unassailable, Steve. Yes. Um, peer reviewed. Yes. Right? Like your renewed mask mandate that didn't work. Right. Two like plus two equals banana. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't work the first few times, so keep doing it, right? Mask up, baby. Mask I, up. Indeed. That's the mask up math. So follow us on Parlor at Steve Dace. Check out our new YouTube channel while we can still have it. At YouTube.com slash Steve Dace as well. Also, don't forget my new book, A Nefarious Carol is Coming Your Way. December the 15th, a little bit more than a month from now, get your pre-order in now, so you get it the day that it is released, just in time for Christmas. It's the sequel to my 2016 book, A Nefarious Plot, which is being turned into a movie for next year, all right? So get your pre-order as we speak, thanks to all of you that have done that already, not just for me, but on behalf of my kids, because they're really counting on you to come through here. All right, December the 15th. All right, coming your way today, typical Wednesday itinerary, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us uh, towards the end of the program. We will play our weekly game of buy, sell, or hold, where lots of tasty morsels of topics await us, courtesy of all of you. But before we get to all of that, here is Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away.
2: What happened while we were away brought to you by Orwell. If you watched yesterday's montage or the day before's montage, you probably know the story of Richard Hopkins, the former Marine who was working as a mail carrier for the United States Postal Service in Erie, Pennsylvania. In recent days, Hopkins signed an affidavit saying his superiors instructed him and his cohorts to continue to pick up, deliver, and sort ballots in Pennsylvania that arrived after election day against Pennsylvania law. Hopkins also claimed that he overheard superiors planning to backdate the postmarks of ballots to make them appear they'd been received on election day. Hopkins' story was brought to light by James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Due to the sworn affidavit, the story was widely used by the Trump campaign and others, including on this montage, as more evidence of widespread voter fraud. Yesterday, the Washington Post and others circulated a story claiming after Hopkins talked to federal investigators, he had recanted his story in full. Surprised Price, it appears that's not the full truth. James O'Keefe apparently had Hopkins record his interview with USPS Inspector General Agent Russell Strasser, and that Hopkins was either coerced into recanting or that Strasser leaked and lied to the Washington Post regarding his interview with Hopkins. What you're about to hear is Aurelian and gaslighting of the highest degree.
0: And so let me, let me make good on that promise right away, okay? This storm is getting crazy. Right, And it's it's out of a lot of people's control. And so the reason they called me in is to try to harness that storm, try to reel it back in before it gets really crazy. I understand. Because we have senators involved. We have the Department of Justice involved. We have all lawyers teams gotten a hold of me. I'm not, well I am actually. I am trying to twist you a little bit because in that, believe it or not, your mind will kick in. Okay. Um, we like to control our mind, and when we do that, we can convince ourselves of a memory, but when you're under a little bit of stress, which is what I'm doing to you purposely, um, your mind can be a little bit clearer. And we're gonna do a different exercise, too, to make your mind a little bit clearer. Okay? Good to go. So, but this is all on purpose. Okay. Roger. I am not scaring you but I am scaring.
2: You. Hopkins goes on to demand the Washington Post retract their story.
0: It says that I uh, fabricated the allegations of ballot tampering. I'm here to say that I did not recant my statements. That did not happen. That is not what happened. And you will find out tomorrow. And I would like that the Washington Post recant their wonderful little article that they decided to throw out there.
2: On the topic of things you can't trust about those exit polls, there's a large gap between different outlets' exit polling data. According to Edison Research, white voters made up 65% of this year's electorate based on exit polls, but according to AP VoteCast, 74% dead. Edison says Hispanics made up 13% of the electorate, VoteCast says 10, etc., etc. The real divergence comes in how exit pollsters say America voted. Edison Research says Trump won college-educated white women by one point, while the Associated Press says Biden won that vote group by 20 points. Edison says Trump won those with household incomes over $100,000, while the AP says Biden won them by four points. And finally, Edison says Biden won suburbanites by three points, while the AP vote cast says Biden won them by 10 points. Moving on, we'd hope the election and subsequent street parties and positive news about indoor concerts and the vaccine would have signaled the end of the scam but it appears that's not the case as governors across the country once again attempt to play God. In Utah, Republican Governor Gary Herbert issued a new emergency order earlier this week in an effort to stop the spread of the virus. Among those new orders are a statewide mask mandate for those out and about in public. In Maryland, Republican Governor Larry Hogan announced a new bevy of restrictions as the state saw new coronavirus cases surge to 1,000 or more per day recently. Maryland already had a mask mandate since july in iowa republican governor kim reynolds announced some new restrictions for the state as cases in that state surge among those restrictions are a limited statewide mask mandate for indoor and outdoor gatherings of a certain size in north carolina newly re-elected governor roy cooper announced indoor gatherings of over 10 people in his state would be prohibited the previous limit was 25 people north carolina has had a mask mandate since june 24th in Colorado, Democrat Governor Jared Paulus has extended his state's mask mandate for a fourth time, saying Coloradans must do more to stop the uncontrolled spread of COVID. The original mask mandate went into effect on July 16th. And finally, meet the people running our country if Joe Biden ends up being elected. I'm going to address this pretty briefly. So if you make $400,000 a year, you're going to be going home with $400,000 a year under Joe Biden's new tax plan. Any money made over the $400,000 will be taxed. So for example, you make $425,000 a year, 62% of 25,000 is I believe 15,500. So you'll be going home with $409,500 a year if you make 425000 so let's use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Thanks. And that's what happened while we were away. That,
1: that, real. That, that's real? Yeah. That's legion. I see what you did there. When we have a possibility to do business with people who A, can count... And have an IQ above 14 um I don't I, we're only 10 minutes in. I, I just okay you know what Patriot Mobile's great guys. just go with them okay just go with them. It's America's only veteran led by the way, thank you to our veterans here on Veterans Day. We apologize to those of you who pledged your lives, fortunes, and sacred honors so that we could squander it with morons like that. Um, but to just go to Patriot Mobile. Uh, they give veterans and first responders uh, even bigger discounts. Uh, they won't ever charge you hidden fees. Uh, you'll get all the same coverage you get from Big Mobile without your money uh, going to idiot's. Like that. Call 972-PATRIOT. Make the switch today. You can keep your phone or get a new one, buy a new one, keep your number, get a new one. They're going to make it as easy as possible for you as they possibly can. At 972-PATRIOT, use the promo code STEVE. You'll get a free activation and a free gift if you make the switch. 972-PATRIOT, promo code STEVE, or go online to patriotmobile.com slash steve. That's patriotmobile.com
2: slash steve. Does, like, Patriot Mobile work in, like, the Iraq and such as? Yes.
1: It doesn't work in Iraq, only in the The Iraq. Iraq. Yes, it it works perfectly in the Iraq, yes. We are going to discuss the, uh, the new glorious Pfizer vaccine today in the overtime. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber... Cool. I uh, to Thank you very much. Go to blazetv.com slash dace, and you'll get the overtime, which we record after the daily program. Uh, it cannot air live uh, because of other constraints we have here at Blaze TV. So we record it for our Blaze TV subscribers after each daily show, and then it gets posted at the interwebs convenience. Uh, then you can watch it immediately at blazetv.com slash dace. That's also where you can go. If you're not yet a Blaze TV subscriber, but you want to watch and get the biggest discount we've ever offered, the most important discount we've ever offered right now, using the promo code Steve at blazetv.com slash DACE. Let's go to a couple of things I want to highlight inside of Aaron's montage. The the interesting and cosmic chasm of differences in the exit polling between the Associated Press And the exit polling that I showed you on our program yesterday. And I I asked Aaron to include that in the montage because I wanted to address it. The reason I did not go with the Associated Press's exit polling is because it's new. They created an entirely different vote cast system to determine when to call races They deployed that as well in their interviews for exit polling. And I mean, I'm not sure how much I could trust models that I have been studying for more than a decade, let alone something that is inherently new. Also, it's very rare, like almost never, that media entities like ABC News, CBS, go their own way separate from the Associated Press. I mean, the uh, the Associated Press is the is the mouth of the river in media, in the left America. So I think the fact they went their own way also was indicative of, of they weren't sure how to trust it. But I wanted you to see the 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 chasm of difference in what the Associated Press was was saying compared to the other exit polling. And I still don't know how accurate. And I said this to you yesterday. I don't know how accurate any of it is when you have this many mail-in ballots. So I wanted to make that point of order before we got into the rest of the conversation here today. Um, I want to also reset for you the conversation I just had with Glenn Beck about a half an hour ago on his program. We touched on this a little bit yesterday, but now that we're getting further and further into legal filings, I, I, I want to drive this point home. What is going on right now is not an extension of the presidential campaign. This is a legal matter now. It's not a political one. It's an investigative one. So I, I know there is frustration out there on our side. I I've got text messages from colleagues of mine, big-time friends of mine, that are frustrated. You know, what's the message? Uh, they're going to book me on blank show. I don't know what to say. Blah, 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 blah. This is... If you know anything about Donald Trump, he he has no problem whatsoever, even when it would be to his benefit to restrain himself, showing up to do hand-to-hand combat with the media. Remember those months weeks of white house coronavirus no. briefings that we just were losing our mind over every day on this show that would then delve into topics that had nothing to do with coronavirus when they were done regurgitating anthony fauci and debbie Burks' panic porn remember those days the oh, yes. spring and summer okay it is not in donald trump's political nature to and and and, and his acolytes to not do media to not have a media plan. Right? Right. Okay. Also keep in mind that in the world that Donald Trump lives in prior to the presidency, he has been involved in countless legal proceedings. Countless. And has, has employed armies of, of attorneys. So, from a political standpoint, you know Donald Trump Doesn't shy away from the camera even when it would do him diligence to do so, right? But then, pre-politician Donald Trump, the businessman, just, you know, filed 75 briefings before breakfast every day. That, That just, that's what goes on. You need armies and legions of lawyers to get you out of deals, to... To get other people out of deals. That's just the world that guys like him live in at that level of merger and acquisition. I think you need to understand that this is not politician Donald Trump. This is a legal matter. And as I pointed out to Glenn, we have had situations where both the federal courts and the U.S. Supreme Court have ruled against the president violating their own established precedents, violating stare decisis, violating the Constitution, have ruled against him and have put in their rulings. They have put, because we've talked about this in the past on this show, they have put in their rulings that they're doing so on the basis of they don't like what he says politically. Right? Right. We've seen this happen on multiple occasions. And if If Donald Trump goes out there any more than he already has and makes this a daily media drumbeat of fraud and conspiracy talk, that may help you win the cable news wars tonight, your proxies versus theirs, but these judges are going to use that against you. And they're going to use it as a false objection for why they don't have to rule on your case on the merits. They don't like your motivations. They don't like you. And they have done that with this president already. Typically, in legal proceedings, you don't work the media. that's, That's not typically how it actually works. Unless you're the defense attorney with a clearly guilty <laughs> Client, then you do. All right, if you're if you're if you're that, if you're OJ's attorneys, if you're John Gotti's attorneys, we can't get you off camera. But typically you don't live there. You do your talking in court. At some time today, the president's attorneys are expected to file a motion in a Michigan court. With over two hundred pages of sworn affidavits from one county, Jenna Ellis and Harmeet Dillon and the uh, the president's attorneys, if they go, if they walk in there and file that motion, and those, you can be wrong, but you can't be frivolous or fraudulent. There's a difference, meaning that you can be on the wrong side of the law. The law, once a judge or a jury adjudicates a case. But but you can't ambulance chase at this level you'll get dis they will be disbarred. those people whose names are on those affidavits once those get entered into a court of law, if those are fraudulent, they are perjurous under the law. they can be prosecuted for that and so I, I think you kind of need to do two things here. One, let the legal process play out. It's not the same as did we win the lower third on CNN in the last hour and if not, how do we push back on it on Fox, Blaze TV and Newsmax? Not the same. Number one. This is more about evidence now. What proof do you have? It's like 99% about that. If not more. I think it is noteworthy that you're not seeing the president engage in the same kind of tactics that you have seen him do politically pretty much daily for the last five years. You're getting businessman Donald Trump right now because we're fighting in a court of law. And the bluster and the persona works against me in that arena. Here it's a matter of how good are my lawyers, number one, and then how good is my proof, number two. And yeah, I put how good are my lawyers, number one, because we all know that's number one. And then how good is my proof, number two. These are, they the Trump team needs very simple questions to be at, answered in court. Let me give you some examples of what those are. Is that a fraudulent ballot or not? Was that ballot submitted after the deadline that the law says it could be counted or not? Or were those 75,000 ballots done so? Does the law in Pennsylvania say you cannot deny poll watchers access to a ballot during the counting or not? Does it say that or not? Because the Trump campaign is claiming that they were denied access to about 700,000 ballots in the state. Um, is that that person's signature or not? Was that ballot filled out properly or not? Who determines what the law what the election law in a state is? The duly elected state legislature or a judge at a district court level? These are clear legal questions. And And this is one time, frankly, that that the politics and the and the, and the, and the pea soup, and the murky waters of that, of, of that eternal sea, don't work to Donald Trump's favor. Actually, he wants he wants to win. He needs clarity. He needs simple questions. The more technicalities and the more politicking that goes on here, the more they're going to just use that against him and say, "Well, you know, we just think you're a racist. So, you know, so what? We don't care." Because they've done that already. It's very smart for Trump's attorneys to ask simple questions. What does the law of Pennsylvania say about that ballot? What does the law of Wisconsin say about these Milwaukee County ballots? What does the law say? Start getting into the political chicanery. Now, we can do that. But if, if the president and his team do a lot of that, frankly, every time someone tweets out, we're going to have Rudy Giuliani on, I get nervous. all right, Because this is actually not a time for Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, act. This is not a time for pro wrestling. This is actually a time for a very sober, restrained conversation. The president has probably shown more restraint in the last week than he has his entire presidency, I would guess. Maybe his entire political career. I think he recognizes this. Not sure Rudy Giuliani does. Older likes the spotlight. I get nervous, but these need to be simple questions of legalities that courts determine with a clear verdict, because this entire question really comes down to this. And I pointed out to, to and there, it, it, it's not the only question, but it's the singular most important question as I analyze this situation in a handful of counties around the country you have to believe one of two things that the people in those counties are stupid cosmically dumb they are the dumbest counties in the united states they are the, they're, they're dumber than they're the dumber than hold my beer they don't know what a calendar is. They don't know when the election takes place. They don't know how to properly fill out a postage stamp or use the postal service. And so it just so happened that in a handful of these counties, all these ballots didn't get sorted in the mail like the rest of the, the rest of the mail order ballots did because the people there are very dumb. Bed intruder dumb. Looking for leprechauns in Mobile Alabama, stupid. Dumb, like watering their lawns with Gatorade and watching baiting. Dumb, dumb, beyond idiocracy. Dumb, or something else. That—that's really the whole debate. That—that that, there's other issues at play here, but in the f- handful of counties that we're being told swung this thing in the decisive states. You have to believe Fulton County, Georgia has an IQ 300 points. Anything above 140 is genius. 300 points lower than the rest of the counties in the state of Georgia. That the IQ of Milwaukee County actually doesn't register on the test. Doesn't register on the test. And then you have to play this out In these same counties in all of these states. That a handful of counties are bed intruder dumb. Like like couldn't procreate. Would actually need someone to guide it in for them. Dumb. Stupid. And then tell them what to do once the tab was inserted into the slot. They don't know what to do. I don't know how to mail. What is it? Isn't that it on computers now? That's how stupid these people are. And so all their ballots came in late and weren't properly sorted in the postage because they don't know how to use it. And then they miraculously, in many cases, just were able to spell out one name. And by the way, Biden is multi-syllable, so they could at least pronounce that. That's the narrative. That these county people are this dumb. And they made no mistakes. None. One of my best friends is working for the campaign as we speak in Pennsylvania, monitoring, poll watching, a wealthy, upscale, educated district. In an hour, he successfully challenged nine ballots for being filled out improperly. In an hour. In one of the most, in, in a highly educated precinct in Pennsylvania. But yes, somehow, In these counties where they don't know how to put something in the mail before a deadline, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of ballots came in 100% for one guy with no mistakes. That's what you're being asked to believe. By the same people that are on their fourth mask mandate. Because the previous three didn't work. Or something else. The problem for the Trump team legally is if they argue something else, then they have a higher threshold of evidence to prove with fraud. You have to prove intent. If you just stick to the legalities of the technical, of the technical definition of what is a vote, the threshold is lower. And then you take the orange man bad objection off the table and you make the court Answer the question. And they may dread Scotch you. Just, we don't care. We just, we want the result we want. That's fine. You put them on the record and now we know where everybody stands. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly right. But you want to make them do that. You don't want to give them another reason to to, to, to shank you. You don't want to do that. You want to drop any one Mexican judges, John McCain didn't get captured. Nope, nope, nope. Shut up. And just say, is that a legal ballot or not? Were those postmarked, according to the law, by the deadline or not? Stick to that alone. You're in the Death Star Trench right now. Don't worry about all what's going on out here. Your target is the thermal exhaust port. Stay on target. And they need to do that. That's what's going on here now. And I... I I'm not sure how many people in my line of work have are adequately explaining that to you. So, I did it. This is all about legalities now. What you can prove. Alleged fraud, your threshold of proof is higher. Stick to the technicalities of what's legal and not pertaining to a ballot the threshold is lower and then you force the courts to tell the truth either they hate you and it doesn't matter what proof you bring to the table or they have to acknowledge your proof one or the other either way as far as i'm concerned the truth wins You don't like the chocolate, you don't like chocolate mint stuff? No. See, I love it. And I, but I get why some people are like, you know, it's like a a sweeter toothpaste. I, I get it. But one of my favorite things about Christmas time is the, is the chocolate mint flavors. You know, I just had during the break a chocolate mint brownie flavor from Built Bar. I've never had before. Wow. I mean, that was phenomenal. Folks, I'm telling you, this is just one of those little things in life that when you bite the bullet and and use the promo code DACE at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T, BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T, Built only place you can get them online, you're going to say to yourself, man, I wish I would have heard about these a long time ago. They're that good. 19 ch- flavors all covered in real chocolate, up to 20 grams of protein in every one, less than 200 calories in every one, less than five sh- grams of sugar in every one. It is the best protein bar you have ever had. It's it's better than several of the candy bars that are out there, all right? So 20% off if you use the promo code DACE right now, that's my last name, at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T for BuiltBar.com. One more point I want to make before we get to buy seller hold about what I was saying about the legalities here the legal narrative isn't just it there's even an extra layer to this it's not just that we are being told that in a handful of counties they were just too stupid to to submit their mail- in vote in the way that it was lawfully supposed to be but they were smart enough to make no mistakes while they did it at the exact same time no errors 100 percent for one guy no mistakes even though they couldn't figure out what day i had to have my mail-in ballot in by election day or not
3: this is basically the primordial ooze argument from yes.
1: nothing comes a hey! yes magic all of creation yes that that's exactly right and it's the same people peddling both yes it is there's another layer to this though that these in these same counties they did this also at a, they did all these things that we just talked about but they also did it at a rate greater for Joe Biden than they ever did Barack Obama that's the narrative if if you if you if you remove irregularities, if you remove fraud or any of the other words we want anomalies, to believe the left America's narrative, you have to accept those two things. To me, I mean, I, I hate to go X Files here, but the Dana Scully explanation, trying to explain this all away, and just admitting that Fox Mulder was right. There's little green men and a cigarette smoking man The the amount of dots I have to connect the hoops I have to jump through to, to, to come to their narrative's conclusion is far more fantastical to me than just, a you know, decades of Democrat machines in corrupt crime ridden cities that they've driven into the ground and sadly dumbed down and, and enslaved generations of those people in squalor. They just treated them like chattel because they've been treating those poor people like chattel for all of our lifetimes anyway. Which narrative do you think is the the one that requires the most leaps of faith and logic? Yeah, um, me too. So let's get to buy. So hold brought to you by our good friends over at brick house. You know, let's talk about habits this year. We've been at least should have been more focused on our health uh, of both ourselves and those we love. But what happens uh, afterwards? How do you plan to ensure your body's immune system is now ready for winter and beyond? recommending you take a shot at Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition, loaded with antioxidants, Field of Greens, packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, so a lot more than the average American's getting daily. Uh, plus, a lot of good things that are good for you, like ginger, green tea, beets, and more. A powerful combination that not only help, helps you to support heart health, but support healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, digestion, the digestive system, the largest immune system in the body, complete with the pre and probiotics you're looking for, Field of Greens is not only just good for you, but the entire family. But one scoop in a glass of any water-based drink, stir it together, and you're good to go. If you want to try it right now, get fifteen percent off your first order at BrickhouseSteve.com. Fifteen percent off your first order at BrickhouseSteve.com. Use the promo code Steve at BrickhouseSteve.com. So, by hold our producer Aaron, with help from all of you in the audience. Uh, we'll put forth to you and I taught a series of statements or predictions, analysis, lists, who knows, on who knows which cornucopia of topics. You and I will decide, are we going to buy that? Are we going to sell that? We are still deploying the 2020 papal exception of as many holds as you possibly need because the year is just that nuts. Ready to go? Always. Aaron, you're up.
2: All right, this week's Buy Sell, or Hold brought to you by Parler, whose users who follow us there have supplied the entire, the mm. entirety of these submissions this nice. week. You can follow me at McIntyre on Parler. We'll start with GoBucks and Cancer Sucks, who says, with the COVID panic spreading, Wonder Woman will be pushed into 2021. Correct. Yes. Yes. Two, even with no real movies coming out in 2020, the Academy will still find a way to honor themselves with awards.
1: Buy both of those, overwhelmingly. They, they Here's the thing. If, if, if Trump had been declared a clear winner, I think you get Wonder Woman and stuff on Christmas Day, like they were saying. Because I think at that point, in the end, we got to make some money. You know what I'm saying? But now with Trump not uh, being declared a clear winner... Uh, if you're in their industries that favor their politics, you push as many things into 2021 as you possibly can so that, that at this time next year, you can shove the headline greatest growth in, you know, rebound ever under president uh, uh, doesn't know his name. You know what I'm saying? You, you make 2021 um, a vernal equinox, man. I mean, you, you make 2021 a harmonic convergence. Um, so that's why all that stuff is getting, uh, going to get pushed into next year. Uh, but the, the, the second one, I told you all along, cause I think we had one a few weeks ago, didn't we, that someone mm-hmm. said, buy, sell or hold, we won't have any awards this year. I said, oh no, the exact opposite is true. I mean, we're going to have, you know, socially distanced awards with 17 masks. Um, I mean, they, folks, there's even more of an incentive for them to congratulate themselves this year. I mean, look at the hit we took for you. Look how much this is even a bigger reminder for them to show us how much better class of loser they are. Randy Travis once said how much of a better class of loser they are compared to we plebs uh, with a, a fashionable social distanced, maybe even over Zoom call awards season so they can all virtue signal while separating their shoulders to slap themselves on the back top.
3: Yeah, you can't just turn the crazy off. You don't want to. That becomes your secret sauce. Uh, yet you need to find a way to virtue signal uh, the crazy through normal means. My my brother was telling me about the conversations he's had with all of his uh, friends about the, the need to lock down. And he's brought up the multiple times that these people have been on you know flights in you know in tin cans uh with people and how do you explain your deep fear of this yet you're willing to put yourself through that and they've always got you know humana 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 that this is going to be pervasive the the need to make sure that the oscars goes on while telling you to run for your lives is going to be paramount The, the crazy is where we live now
2: Next up, we have Mike, who says, GOP fight for truth on election until it's time to bring the country together and focus on the Georgia races.
1: Uh, I see your cynicism, but I think you actually need to work it the other way. Can you put that back up there again? I want to make sure I get his parlay correct. The GOP will fight for truth on the election until it's time to bring the country together to focus on the Georgia races. Okay. Okay. Um, normally, dude, I'd be all over your cynicism. And I still am, but I think it actually works the other way here. The, the, the GOP is going short of, short of Trump doing the kinds of things that have caused people to unnecessarily abandon him in the past, meaning that something he didn't have to do, you know, that, meaning something like that short of him doing that um, they're actually I think going to stand with him to the very end of this whatever the end is a federal court supreme court state supreme court because because they know there's a I, I think a huge moment I, I was on a show in Toronto Canada actually yesterday and I made this point and then afterwards I thought you know what guys I should have made this point on my own show so let me make it can I make it now a big moment in all of this was about three days ago, or two days ago, when old Cocaine Mitch there, when ditch, who's been known to sh- throw plenty of uh, establishment shade at the Trump presidency, well, we don't have the outbreaks. Here our cars are wearing the masks ah, that uh, you know, they're not wearing over there. You know right, right? Unequivocally stood by the president on his legal challenge of this election. So McConnell went from a week of, where's Team GOP at all last week, right? Yes. Where's all the GOP leadership at? To suddenly coming out and full-throated support. You know why? Because of Georgia. Because if, if, if they let them do this unchallenged, meaning even if they can't, Get what they did thrown out. They can put him on blast for January fifth, meaning we saw what you did here. You won't get away with it again, kind of a thing, you know what I'm saying. yeah. if if they don't at least stand with Trump to have this exposed, then they'll just get Fulton county on January the fifth in the runoff, too. That's why they're in a runoff. They're in a runoff because they got Fulton county. They'll just get Fulton counted again. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and and so that's when a bunch of these GOP guys. The team GOP guys were like, oh bleep, Sonny Perdue's one of us, man, with his 60% or whatever it was, Liberty score last I checked, total rhino, nice dude, kind of your Georgia folksy Southern gentleman, but he's just a rhino. It's like the Kavanaugh moment when Lindsey Graham was like, hey, wait a minute here. You guys are supposed to do that to the ideologue judges like Clarence Thomas, and we put up those guys, to appease our plea, uh, our, our you know, troglodyte base. When we put one of our guys up, the pros of Brett Kavanaugh, who's going to side with you more often than he even does with us, you don't do that here. You do that to a guy like uh, C.T. You don't do that to the guys we want. And he saw them violate the rules of engagement with Brett Kavanaugh with the character assassination against a judge that the base didn't even like. See, I think that's what you saw with McConnell earlier this week. I think dude would sit back there in his uh, majority leader office and said, well, uh, I mean, they're going to do this to uh, Sonny. You know, they'll do it to him down there, too. We'll lose our majority. So... I I think they recognize here that they're hanging together or hanging separately. That at the very least, they need to give the Trump legal team time to put some things on the record. At the very least, so that they don't get away or or that you're aware of these shenanigans in the future and you don't get blindsided by them. Because if they can do it to him in Fulton County, Georgia, they'll just do it to your statewide Senate candidates down there too then. So, I, I think your cynicism is warranted, brother, but I think it actually is is swinging rarely. This rarely occurs, all right? But I think this is a rare occasion where the cynicism is actually swinging in the direction that you would like. What are your thoughts on that? Well,
3: I agree, which is why the Georgia recount is already happening, as we just found out yeah. with, uh, before the show got going on. I mean, I get everybody... Uh, having a temporary holding pattern. I mean, the three of us in this room, like I said yesterday, you, you, we couldn't possibly care about this more. That sucks. But more than the Trump campaign could. It, we, we needed to see, is he going to be an adult about this? This is your point about mm-hmm. how he needs to pursue this. It, 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 uh, it, it turns out they, uh, as long as he was, uh, y, you don't have to be tied to just crazy tweet Trump and wonder where that's uh, going to go. And also, after a couple of days, you realized, um, oh, by the way if you're sunny Purdue and the like no no matter how balanced you tried to be in your life oh there's all these kinds of people that are going to put me on a list now that means i never get to work again in anything so it took a couple of days to figure out uh what the lay of the land was but but once they figured it out uh, it's why the georgia races are now going forward the way they are
1: yes the, the, the Georgia race is an extension of this argument, actually. Yeah,
2: so let me posit a scenario for you real quick. Let's say that this recount and audit is completed before Christmas. I think that's probably kind of unlikely, but let's say it's completed before Christmas and they find widespread voter fraud or widespread illegally cast ballots. Purdue and Loeffler uh, avoid a a runoff for January. They are elected into, uh, into, Senate, into the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the buy-seller hold the GOP establishment, then abandons Trump.
1: Uh, the odds go much higher. Depending on is Georgia an outlier? Yep. Okay, now I would say if they did this in Fulton County, then they probably did it. I can't remember the name of the Pennsylvania counties. Is it Laverne or Philadelphia County? I know it's Milwaukee County in your state, Wayne County. Uh, Jackson County in Michigan or Washington, I mean, so chances are, if you if you found it in in, in Fulton, you're going to find it in these other places, right? Right. But I but you, the scenario that you're articulating, the odds go higher. But I also think if you find it in Fulton County, it's not rare.
2: You're just going to bolster the case. Yeah, elsewhere. you're going to bolster the case
1: yeah. elsewhere all the more. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. But the 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 Republican Party understands here that they can all get Fulton County too. And if they can get Fulton County too, then, then they're on blast long after Trump is gone. So this is now where the, 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 they recognize, this is maybe the first time that the Republican Party recognizes it actually needs Donald Trump. It actually needs to substantially be seen defending him and standing by him and not just even shadowboxing boxing. I mean, there's a poll the Washington Post just cited, and you know what I think of their polls, but they're claiming 86% of Trump's voters don't believe Joe Biden has legitimately won the election. If, that, if they're saying that, I promise you the number's even higher. And I can promise you that internally, McConnell and stuff and his people, they've already polled this question, and they're, they're seeing it in their own data. So um, they're joined at the hip with Donald Trump now for their own survival they at the very least have to be seen fighting this out to its culmination with him whichever whatever that culmination may be we'll come back more buy sell or hold next With our two live and on demand on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre, and all of you. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email the program. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Over on Parlor at Steve Dace. Check out our new YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash Steve Dace. Last name is D E A C E. For those of you that are podcast listeners, thank you. Hopefully you can continue to be who knows what the future holds on that front as well. But for now, if you don't mind, if you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review if you like us, of course. If you don't like us, don't lie. But if you kind of like us, just blow it totally out of proportion. Uh, We would appreciate that because the more of those we get, the more it helps the show to grow. And we want to thank all of you that have left us a five-star review and have subscribed to the podcast already. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us uh, a good opportunity for me, though, to talk right now about rough greens. We do so many cool things for our pets walks, rides, grooms, trips, cuddles. How about nutrition? Because chances are that food you're buying for your pet at the store doesn't have a lot of it. Same reason they were buying so many supplements these days. That stuff's been stripped out of our food so it can have a long life on the shelf. Same thing happens with your store-bought food for your pet. That's where your pet needs a supplement, and that is where Rough Greens comes in. It's a powdered supplement that you mix in with your dog's food, and they're going to love the taste of it even more. At least that's what I see in our dog, Cap. But it's loaded with all the vitamins and minerals your dog needs, and right now you can try the Jumpstart Bag, which will get you through for a couple of weeks to see if you don't see a difference in your dog in 14 days or less and it'll cost you just 14.95 at roughgreens.com/blaze r u f f is how they spell it for roughgreens.com/blaze Bottom of the hour, Daniel Horowitz. Let's continue on though. Until then, with buy, sell, or hold, Aaron.
2: Up next, Practical Chris says the fraudsters' primary goal is to attack our election system, not necessarily to get uh, to elect Biden. Since there's no way for this to end without half the country feeling cheated, the fraudsters have already won.
1: I will buy this. Um, I I agree that you're dealing. You're, you're there's there's two elements at work in the American left. One element just wants control. They, they want to keep, you know, they want to take their kids to Disneyland again too. Okay? They, they want to go see Wonder Woman 1984 at the theater too. They want to go watch um, a, a ball game of their favorite team too. But they, they are willing to put those things on hold in order to acquire the political power that they want. I, one of the best observations of this entire year is when our our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz, early on, when we him and I were trying to make sense. How is it possible that Sweden is the one is the holdout here, the control group, the one actually following established precedent and science? The the country that exported the annoyance known as Greta Thunberg to the planet. The most secular country in Europe. It has been, it's, it's, been the, it's been the Democratic Party's Valhalla. We had to be more like Sweden, right? For years. But The last place in the world you would have picked to be the one to say, ah, we got to call BS on this and actually do real science, not the fake scientism stuff. And Daniel had an excellent point why that was. And he said, because the progressives already have all the power they want in Sweden. They have everything they want, literally everything. And now that they have everything they want, they don't want to destroy their country, They're not, they're not, they, shutting things down, face diapering people, ending your way of life won't get them any power. It'll erode the power they have. So now that they have that power, they can tell the truth. He said, our leftists in America don't have the power they want yet. So they need to use, they're still in Rahm Emanuel mode. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Bam. Blew my mind when he said that. I was like, you're right. That's it right there. And that's one element. Just, hey, whatever gets us the power and control that we want. And that's actually most of America's progressives. The problem is there's another element in the American left. And they're not the majority, I don't think, of progressives. But they're the spirit of the age that is driving that train high on cocaine. And Casey Jones ain't going to watch his speed. They're the ones you're talking about in your parlay. They're nihilists. They're deconstructionists. They just want to watch the world burn. They, they want to shatter some stain, as many stained glass windows as they can get their grimy little hands on. And for many years, that other camp in the American left, little by little, let this other group out into the mainstream. Winked and nodded, played footsie because they thought they could use them to intimidate us in order to get the political power that they wanted to acquire. Well, now you've got the people over at BLM tweeting out to Joe Biden, hey, we got a list of demands here. There was a story I saw yesterday of uh, one of these mobs showed up at a house and they're like, hey, we got a Biden side in our yard. And the guy was like, you think that? exonerate you no and what's gonna be what, what's happening now is they can't put that element back in a box once you let it out it's gonna have its way if you if you take a if you're upset that your your neighbor has better crops than you and you can't beat him fair and square on a soybean market So you decide, you know what, man, I'm just going to unleash a swarm of locusts to blow up his crops so that I win. The locusts are going to blow up his crops, right? Yeah. But then the locusts then, we're totally full. Is that what happens with the locusts? That is not. That is not what happens with the locusts. After they belch a few times, they then look over at your crops and they think, got a live one over here. And little by little, you're watching that happen on the American left. In a Biden presidency, if that occurs, I think you will see it happen frequently. And that that's what that's the that that is the element you're talking about. Like the 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 Washington Post people, they're upset that their polls found 86 percent of Trump's voters don't view Biden as a legitimate winner because they want your allegiance. They, 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 they then want you to do what they want you to do. And they and they want you to see that it's for your own good. The other element though on the American left is ecstatic at that. They want a zero sum game. They're agents of chaos. Look at the analogy I would give is the, the larger group of America's left are just are a rival religion. They they, they want to supplant you in the Judeo Christian mythos is place of hegemony in American culture. They're a different religious system. But ultimately, they want to convert you. They, they want those to be their churches now. But the element, though, they're Stasi here. They're the joker. And the mob let him out, thinking that he would destabilize the city. He would reassert their, their hegemony over this new crime fighting wave within the city. They showed up one day and gave him his massive payment. And right in front of him, he lit it on fire. And he looked at him and said it's not about making money, it's about sending a message. That is what you're talking about, brother. And that they yep. love this. Yep. They they are getting they're getting off on it. Because they they want the 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 first group of leftists they just they want the money. The other group wants to light it on fire.
3: I love that line from Michael Caine. In their desperation, they went to a per- man they didn't fully understand. Yes, yes. I mean, I said this the day after the election. We were talking, and I said, you know, yeah, going after Trump was fun, but now you know they have to govern on some levels okay you won and we have simultaneously uh love wins and uh the oceans will stop rising and oh by the way we're making lists i mean they couldn't even contain their mania for a day it already was careening out of control and that's not going to get any better governing for them because they don't really that's not what they want they want power they want to rule they want you to bend the knee they want to be fawned over it's a lot easier just to uh ride the chaos Mm -hmm. for a lot of them so yeah you and 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 the leadership uh it can, can go either way they have no problem turning that switch on. They're not. They're not drunk on love is love. They're manipulating uh, the the useful idiots with love is love. So, yeah, this is dead on.
2: Yeah, I, and I just want to add to that as well. T- typically, in in conflicts uh, of this scale, there's winning an argument. There's that old axiom. It's not about being willing to die for your country. It's about making the other son of a gun George die Patton. for his. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's winning an argument. What the left is seeking to do, though, is win an argument with history. That's different. Winning an argument is eliminating the other. Winning an argument with history is subjugating the other and making them like it. Making them to like it. I've said before, the left doesn't want to eliminate us. They want to control us. Mm -hmm. That is what their argument is. It's Mm -hmm. not an argument. It's winning an argument with history. That's, That's a very different thing, and we need to wrap our minds around that as well. Next, we have Joshua Lewis, who says Todd will be appointed to his high school board between or to his school board uh, before the Pope excommunicates Biden for being a Democrat.
1: We got to have tougher propositions than this, guys. I mean, game recognize game. Real recognize real. Pope Francis isn't going to excommunicate his reflection. So um, that. That's an easy buy. Easy buy. You can even parlay that with Steve Dace will headline speak at CPAC, not just get a slot, but it'd be the keynote. I'll be the keynote at CPAC, and Todd will be appointed to his local school board as the president by unanimous consent before that was to go down. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta make these a little tougher. Jesus wept. <laughs>
2: Next, we have William Ward, who says the Supreme Court arguments will present as a slam dunk case to dismiss enough ballots in enough states to overturn the election. But like y'all hinted at on the show, Roberts and Kavanaugh will join the libs to render a 5-4 verdict against Trump. (sighs) I'll I'll I
3: I will. I haven't done this in a long time, but I I, I will hold Uh, for very important reasons. I it is just very possible and all patriots should reconcile them to this based on just what we know right now that it, it is a, it is very possible that there will be grotesque levels of electoral malfeasance and it won't be quite enough to push the election to Donald Trump. I don't. I don't know enough yet.
2: But I want to know that, though. Oh, I I think know, that's I'm, Yeah, I, I I'm not saying that's that's what you're saying, but I, it, it would be, be better. He seems to be saying yeah.
3: what will in fact happen. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know that.
1: Well, remember, we were one of the first people. It was probably our show and Ted Cruz were the first two I saw make the case that beyond just ideologically, you cannot pass up the opportunity to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And you have to keep that promise to your base Mm -hmm. but there was a practical reason that the president needed to fill that seat which was what this this very scenario that an election that's likely has a high likelihood of ending up in the courts you can't have a potential deadlock of a 4-4 supreme court because then if you've got you know we're in different we're in we're in several different circuit courts right now between georgia and pennsylvania and wisconsin and nevada okay and so uh, postdated post-dated, the, the, this, this federal circuit court in this, in, in this circuit says post-dated ballots count. This one says undated ballots count. This one says undated ballots don't, right? And this all goes to the U.S. Supreme Court, and it's four to four. And so what happens then is it just gets the lower court precedent stands. Well, what happens if you've got multiple lower court precedents? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you needed to have a definitive uh, number, an odd number. So there would be some ruling. The other issue that John Roberts has here. And I said this earlier this morning on Glenn Show. If you if you if you're asking me to skip to the end game here. I I cannot foresee a scenario where John Roberts says, you know, I'd really like to have my suburban brownstone burnt to the ground by these mobs by by ruling in favor of invalidating these ballots, okay? I can't foresee that scenario, but let me, I didn't have time for this, so let me, now that I have more time on my show, let me provide two caveats to that, though. The first is, how many things have I seen this year that I could not have foreseen? Number one, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, <laughs> this has been the year of the unforeseen. 2020, year of the unforeseen. So that's number one. Number two, is John Roberts doesn't have the Supreme Court makeup he has had most of the president's tenure that has allowed him to be that swing fifth vote, meaning there's four definitive lefties on the court so that he doesn't then have to bring anybody over from the right in order to form a majority. He doesn't have to bring over a single vote. He's got four lefties, and then he's the swing vote. He doesn't have that now. What you have now, or you have three lefties. You have real, like, like, hardcore lefties. They're just not as smart as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But they're hardcore lefties. They're just not as smart and charming as Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. Then you have, um, uh, you know, a Antonin Scalia-level righty and Clarence Thomas. You have a William Rehnquist type of righty, not quite as uh, uh, ideological as, as Thomas and Scalia, but pretty solid, a Rehnquist level of righty in Alito. And he's the one that's already entered into the fray here in his home state of Pennsylvania. And then you have kind of your Mitt Romney, um, where the wind blows, Karl Rove type in Brett Kavanaugh. And then you have a libertarian in Neil Gorsuch. And now we have Amy Coney Barrett, who up until this point in her jurisprudence has been somewhere between an Alito and a Thomas. But she's untested now, right? All Right. Okay. But but up until this point in her jurisprudence, she has typically been somewhere between Alito and Thomas. Where does John Roberts go to get... Because here's the other thing you have to understand. John Roberts, I believe, views himself as the, as America's uh, savior. That that he's holding the hordes back from us zero-sum gaming each other and blowing America up. Which is why I'm going to tell you right now, if there is a Biden presidency, I think you're going to see Roberts be perceived to move right. But it's not that he's moving right. It's he's doing the same thing he was doing to Trump. Meaning that the, a Biden presidency and, and their class of bureaucrats is going to crash down so hard left that Roberts is now going to start, like he did on Masterpiece, Cake Shop, Hobby Lobby, he's going to start siding with you more in order to hold them back, viewing himself as the adult, and saying, hey, you guys are going too far. You're blowing this system up. We don't want that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pimp slap you a little bit. I'm going to spank you a little bit. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. It, John Roberts doesn't want this to be five to four because he also knows that delegitimizes the the Biden presidency from the get go. He said he's it's illegitimate in the eyes of his opponents, just as George W. Bush was going to be until nine eleven. Nine eleven changed that. But without it, but but remember, until nine eleven, George W. Bush was a, was an illegitimate president to half of this country. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Same thing's going to happen here. John Roberts doesn't want this to be 5-4. First of all, he doesn't know he can get to 5-4. It's not not a lock. It was a lock before Ruth Bader Ginsburg died because he was number five. But now he's got to bring somebody over. Chances are he brings over Brett Kavanaugh. I agree. But then if you're John Roberts and it's 5-4, it's illegitimate the other way. How does he get to to 6-3? And I think that what you'll ultimately see is at a minimum, I believe, they are going to admit there were cascading, if not systemic, anomalies and irregularities that were troubling in this election. At a minimum, the court's going to say that. Because even if Roberts can get to 5-4 or 6-3 against Trump, Clarence Thomas is probably writing the minority opinion, or Alito, and they're going to say it. Um, And so at the very least, the court is going to admit historic and troubling levels of problems with this election took place. I think that's actually the bare minimum. I agree. Where they go from there is now when we start getting into a level of game theory where I have a hard time seeing John Roberts doing the if-then step, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the very least, they're going to have to admit this because the evidence is just too overwhelming. Now, they may they may, they may, may offer you a benign explanation. And may say it was a unique year with a unique election because of the mail ballots. It overwhelmed the system, and that's why we have voted in person. That's why the founders wanted us to vote in person, and we want and the country needs to go back to that in the future going forward. They might do that. They might just, they might just throw it open and, and throw it up to in a irregular year because of the pandemic. They might do that, okay? But they're going to admit at least something. Otherwise, Alito wouldn't have already said to the state of Pennsylvania, segregate those votes. I want them separate from the overall count. I want to know how many are there. Let me translate what I think that means with Kevin Nealon's subliminal man. We need to know up front when we acknowledge these irregularities, does that mean we also then have to take the next step of invalidating the vote? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Were there enough to overturn the election? Because it's going to be a lot easier for them to admit that the system had problems if it doesn't then also result in overturning the election. It's the if then part of the equation that gets that's going to be very difficult inside that Supreme Court makeup as it currently stands today.
2: Next, we have Brian who says, Christy Noam Nikki Haley, 2024 campaign slogan, Smoke Show, you how it's done.
1: I'm not with I'm not on a Nikki Haley thing at all. Uh, I think she'll be the establishment candidate. Well, first of all, let me say this about 2024. Donald Trump's going to be the nominee in 2024. Or he's going to have a very large hand in selecting whom that's going to be. Um, He's a living martyr now. And the worst case scenario is he's walking out of this with a platform that will, at the very least, be a legitimate challenger to Fox, if not overtake them. Meaning you're going to have to come and kiss his ring. Like you used to have to go and kiss Roger Ailes. You're going to kiss his now. So um, I think any analysis you have of 2024 has to start right there. The first question then it has to be, uh, if Trump is not reelected, then what does Donald Trump want to do in 2024? Does he want to play kingmaker or does he want to still be king? He is going to be president in absentia. If if Donald if if Donald Trump is removed from office. He this is he he then presides over the Avignon presidency. Todd, you know what that reference is to, right?
3: Sadly, I do.
1: Yeah. he presides over the Avignon presidency. Where we have two presidents in America. Like we have two Americas. You have the president of left America, that'll be Joe Biden and the president of what's left of America and that's going to be Donald Trump. And he's not going to go away. He had commands a massive audience. He's going to command a massive platform. He'll either start his own or he'll call up his buddy Chris Ruddy at Newsmax and say, let's rebrand this, son of a gun. You're on DirecTV already. You're running in HD. Let's do this, man. Let's t- And I'll bring Tucker over. I'll open the checkbook or Hannity or Ingram. Right? Yeah. Let's, let's go to war. So I think the fate of Trump has to be determined before we get into any kind of of environment about 2024, win or lose, I will make one early prediction on 2024. If he gets reelected in 2022, worst case scenario for Ron DeSantis is he's somebody's running mate. He's he, Ron DeSantis is on the ticket in 2024. It's just a matter of whether he's a top or bottom. I'll make that prediction. If he gets reelected in 2022,
3: I'm selling. Listen, this is. Um you know Shawshank Redemption, uh pressure and time and what it what it does to people, you know, it can create diamonds, it also can crush you. We have we could be looking at either of these women in four years like they're Galadriel, or we could be looking at them like they're Gollum. We just we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Well oh, yeah, we have very uh reasonable uh, rights to have any number of opinions about both of them now but we also have to be open about like what this environment when the bullets are truly now flying and our country is in existential peril I I don't know I'm I'm open to any number of things what I'm not open to is endorsing any ticket filled with anybody anytime soon
2: TJ Little says the COVID lockdowns were a practice run for the left to see how much chaos and disinformation they could get away with on election night. I love that level of of cynicism. I
1: I think you're giving them too much credit. The COVID lockdowns were to win on election night. That's what the COVID lockdowns were. And um, do I think other forces are using this as a trial run? Sure. I think... I told you months ago, the mask is a trial run for the vaccine. Everything to to, uh, to some of these people is a trial run to see what they can get away with later on, like a Bill Gates type. But I I think you're giving the Democratic Party a little too much credit, so I'm going to sell on that.
3: It's just too specific, but generally in terms of being agents of chaos, destabilizing, see what they can permanently get away with. Yeah, of course, that's what they're doing. I mean, now. It,
1: it, you, you could be effectually correct, meaning they didn't set out for that to occur. But yeah. it just worked itself out like that. Yeah.
2: Sheepdog1458 says, if Biden wins stands, within the first 100 days, the Biden administration will wage the biggest offensive on conservative media, the likes of which we've never seen.
1: I'm trying to think of what is the biggest war being waged on conservative media other than what's going on right
3: yeah, now. Yeah, I don't... Th- th- it's it's happening without them being the, I mean, they have the best of both worlds. It's, it's happening and they don't have to just be um, pushing um, social media to maybe uncomfortable places that they don't want to go. I'll, I mean, I'll the buy, horse left I'll, the barn.
1: I'll, I'll buy you. I agree with you, but I'll buy that. It gives an era, an aura of legitimacy to what the big tech companies are doing now, where there will be like a formal alliance. Meaning like they're not just standing by and watching while big tech does what they're trying to do to us, but they like formally his FCC head period gives it a sense of official uh, uh, support. Meaning Paul, Saul doesn't just sit there and hold the tunics while Stephen gets stoned, but starts actually grabbing rocks and says, hey, let me, let me get, let me get a shot in. So we both
2: have terrible answers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Next, Broke Hermit says, by this time next year, Steve Dace will officially be known as Inmate 24601.
1: Um, I want to be—hold on a second. I'll let you answer that question first, Todd, before I come up with my Is answer.
3: Is that a number based on some division by 666 or something? Is yeah, that the territory? That, 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 that I don't know. <laughs>
1: no? I want to be known—here, here's—I'm going to sell because I'm going to be—I'm going to demand that I am known as as Inmate 4, eight fifteen. 16 <laughs> 23 42 all right nice see what i did there i do yeah on that and that's the end mid i am 4 8 15 16 23 42 that's the end mid i am oh 4 8,
2: 15 16 23 42 yes. we're gonna start watching that again uh in
1: zoe and i are almost to the end
2: of season three man it's just so good it is it is so good it is uh calvin no hobbs says steve will have no choice but to change the tagline for the show to truth be told when we're allowed to
1: um it may be changed to truth be told where we're allowed to you know i mean it i'm not changing what i'm doing i may just have to change where i can do it at it just maybe you can't get a podcast of this anymore you can't watch this on youtube anymore you can only get it directly from us you know content provider to client that is probably where we're headed if we're being brutally honest for everybody to some degree yeah bye all right we'll come back our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz will take us inside politics here next stay tuned Well, we welcomed a brand new partner to the show yesterday, just in time for the holidays. If you're sick and tired of overpriced greeting cards that really don't even say what you want to say, and you know, a lot for years, Americans have been stuck in a greeting card section that reads with incoherent, sappy messages that are frankly kind of weak maybe even look like they've been written by Biden's speechwriter. Well, those days are gone thanks to Patriot Penguin, the first and only greeting card company for conservatives who have at least somewhat of a sense of humor from birthdays to Christmas. Patriot Penguin has a wide selection of cards that will trigger your snowflake friends and relatives. Plus, remind the like-minded that you don't drink the Kool-Aid. All their cards are designed and printed right here in the good old US of A as well. So go to PatriotPenguin.com right now and save on a four-card card for $22 deal with the offer code Steve. Four cards for $22 with the offer code Steve at patriotpenguin.com. Remember, you got to have your offer or your order in by December the 15th to guarantee arrival before Christmas. Patriotpenguin.com. Promo code Steve to get that special offer at patriotpenguin.com. Let's go to our weekly profit of woe and lamentation. Our good friend Daniel Horowitz. How are you, my friend? It's doing all right here to live in Afghanistan, maybe North Korea. So you're as optimistic as ever, and we love that about you, all right? So I want to do some game theory out with you on two fronts today. One on what's going to happen with these court challenges in the election, and then what happens to Trump at the end if he loses, okay? So let's start with the legalities here. I don't see any way that there is not some Supreme Court opinion decision somewhere. It may be limited to a state. It might incorporate every state where all the challenges are ongoing. But there's going to be some kind of Supreme Court decision. To me, there are two legal narratives that are that are we are being asked to choose from to make sense of what doesn't make sense. These late vote drops in a handful of counties that somehow in other counties with similar demographics did not actually take place. But somehow, just in these counties, they did and swung the election. You're being asked that in about five or six counties in America, the people there are bed intruder dumb, cosmically dumb, can't read a calendar, don't know how to work a postage stamp, don't know when the election is, don't know how to send mail. And, And they're just mind numbingly stupid or something else went on right? that, that's essentially the, narr- the these are the two narratives and I think ultimately they're gonna I, I think the, the Supreme Court has is going to weigh in what I find fascinating is what happens then when they do I, if I had to guess they're going to acknowledge a disturbing or at least in Clarence Thomas's dissenting opinion uh they will acknowledge uh a, a, and catalog a systemic and disturbing trend of abnormalities and irregularities that call the future of mail-in mass voting into question as a device that should have that was used this year only because of a pandemic and should be retired to me i think that's the that's the least they're going to do and i wonder where does john roberts go For his coalition, there's only three lefties. So let's say he brings along a Kavanaugh. I don't think he wants a five to four ruling. I don't think he wants to delegitimize a Biden presidency the way that George W. Bush was until 9-11 legitimized the Bush presidency. He was an illegitimate president to half the country before 9-11. Same thing will happen to Biden here. So I don't. So where does he go to get to a six to three? What does he have to craft in order for it to say it? Because I cannot foresee a scenario where John Roberts says, yes, uh, mobs come to my suburban D.C. Brownstone and burn it down when I vote these uh, when I rule that these are illegitimate ballots. Right. So game theory this out for me, I think you and I both agree this is going to the Supreme Court. They're already involved with Alito anyway. So then what happens from there? What do you think? Sure. So
4: so Steve, th- there's there's two things here. There is enumerating a specific number of ballots that are proven to be fraudulent and therefore have to be thrown out of any official count. And then there is where there's smoke, there's fire of widespread systemic fraud. So where the courts get involved is when you have specifically, OK, there's 3,000 ballots that didn't have a signature. There's 4,000 ballots that came in past the proper deadline. Things like that. There, I suspect, Republicans will win some victories, and I do suspect you will have some votes thrown out. Now, Democrats, if you notice, were smart enough to get the margins beyond kind of that 1,000, 2,000 that you had in Florida, it was eventually whittled down to, what, 525 or something. They got it a little bit more, and they and they were are Constantly discovering more like an Allegheny, they, they have another few days until they uh, had to count stuff and then they discovered another batch that didn't have dates on them and now they voted to count them. So they'll keep increasing it. And knowing that the Supreme Court, like, you know, those 2300 Allegheny County that they're going to count, I would imagine they'll toss that out. It's hard to see how they do- how they don't. But then then you're gonna have this narrative, and you're already seeing it, Steve. You're seeing it from the thumbsuckers and certainly from the media. Well, okay, there's always fraud. I mean, you know, we knew that, uh, but it's not enough. It, right. It didn't Mo- make a the difference. goalpost
1: moves. Yeah. So,
4: so then yeah. then it boils down to things like where you have what we're seeing, these sworn depositions or affidavits from people, whether they're poll workers, postal workers, saying, Look, we had um, dates that were retroactively changed. We had uh, cases where the workers were filling out information. The problem with that is you don't have a quantified, okay, this batch had this flaw, this batch had this flaw. It's more of a systemic problem. And that's where I think, really, and we could talk about this, that's a political question that requires a legal remedy that is already in the Constitution, which is the state legislatures mm-hmm. deciding. Mm-hmm. That's that thing. But I do think those will possibly lead to other court cases where it will become apparent that those decisions will then take it over that tipping point where it will make the difference. And that's where I think John Roberts will work his magic. Um, I don't necessarily agree with you that Roberts is unwilling to do a five to four. Maybe I should have said unwilling.
1: Uh, I think he'd prefer that it not be prefers prefers five to not four. not to.
4: Yeah. But I think that's ultimately what it will boil down to. And I think you got it right as far as the culprit. Remember, the reason why we have Chief Justice Roberts and not Chief Justice uh, Clarence Thomas with Associate Justice Michael Ludig, that was Cruz's former boss, is because of a man named Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. So, And Brett Kavanaugh pretty- offered,
1: uh, authored the Obamacare uh, uh, Hail Mary pass that John Roberts emulated in Saving It. Uh, at the U.S. Supreme Court, right? So exactly, the what author comes around, goes yeah. around. Yeah, what I, I, comes I, around, okay. goes
4: around, and I think that's where you're going to start seeing it on on those extra issues. Like for example, let me just give you um, an example quickly because I want to get have, to my other
1: point because I want to link these two stories.
4: Yeah, X number of votes came in overtime. I think you'll have even Roberts will join with you, but let's say X number of votes were counted unlawfully. Because the poll watchers were kicked out, and Pennsylvania statute says that a lawful ballot requires them to be there. And there's
1: 689,000 of those ballots that were- Yes. yes. Which would absolutely tip a balance, and then some. Of course. Yes, okay.
4: Yeah, now that that you're not going to see the court do.
1: Okay, so, so far, and you had no idea, Daniel had no idea I was going to do this, so- That's on purpose, because I I wanted to get his reaction to this in real time. So it sounds like we're kind of on a similar wavelength here, that at the very least the Supreme Court is going to weigh in and acknowledge some form of abnormality, deformity, irregularities occurred in this election that are troubling. Okay. Let's say, though, that that Joe Biden still is, is inaugurated on January 20th. Based on the first step in the process that you and I, for the most part, agree on, even if we might disagree on the degree, okay? I think Donald Trump, politically, is even more powerful as a living martyr. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi in the hangar at the Death Star. Strike me down, I'll become even more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I think he's either the nominee, again, in 2024, if he wants to be, or um, he just starts his own platform or calls Chris Ruddy up his buddy at Newsmax and founds the platform that mortally wounds Fox News and basically it is the new Roger Ailes like he's either the nominee himself or is playing a huge role in picking who it's going to be that if you got if you're one of these suburban voters in places where you and I live and thought that you were just gonna, you needed to get rid of Trump so the America go back to normal you have created a you you've you've done the opposite he's more the party's more unified behind him right now than it ever has been ever has been because even old cocaine mitch knows that if they can fulton county donald trump they can fulton county his senate candidates at the exact same place in time and i to me i think he's an even more potent powerful political brand to be taken out like this he gets to stay around for four years hold rallies i think he becomes a president in absentia for what's left of america like a a, like a separate president for lack of a better description i called it the avignon papacy i don't know how much you as a as a as a maryland jew know about catholic history (laughs) okay but uh um I, i think that i think he is even more potent and powerful of a political brand than ever before in fact i think there's a better chance it wouldn't be what i would predict But there is a better chance that the ticket in 2024 is Trump and Trump Jr. than Donald Trump is going away, brother. I I don't think that's happening whatsoever. I think he's far more powerful. What do you think? Steve, you know, that's all borne out with all these state
4: legislators that are cursing me out and Mark Levin um, for getting on their case. Here's the bottom line. Uh, Congressmen and state legislators are now getting calls saying that we will never vote Republican if you stand down. Um, you see the secretary of state from Georgia had his own Republicans, entire House delegation, plus Senators Perdue and Loeffler said, um, you better resign. So now they're having a hand canvas recount, which he had no intention of doing. Um, Steve, I'm, I was salivating as you were uh you know, <laughs> prophetically envisioning that because I I hate to say it and I, I don't want your listeners to get the wrong idea here. I, I do believe Trump won this election, but there's a part of me that really wants that eventuality a lot more than Trump sitting in that Oval Office. Uh, because me, you what, want what,
1: him untethered from the system to wreak havoc on it, is what you're saying.
4: I want yeah. Red America to be great again. I want Red America to be red. I want. An area where we could go to be the last asylum for civil and religious liberty. The problem we have, and look, we had this under Trump's first term. We had corona fascism in red states under his term. We had the rioting even in red states under his term. Right, The system is broken beyond that. What we need is to break Fox News. What we need is to break the Republican Party and rebuild something that will stand up. And you have the dominoes there. The problem is we never had someone to galvanize it. If you think right now, if you are a liberal, a Democrat in California the last four years, did you have a hard time for your values? Right. No, Right. Na- name me one thing you couldn't do that you wanted to do. Right. I mean, they got more loony uh, when Trump was president. Maybe there's a couple of foreign policy things that no- nobody really cares about, but claims they care about. But in terms of your day-to-day lives, if you're a liberal, you're able to do what you want. Steve, I want that in Utah. I want that in the Great Plains. I want that in the southern states, but we don't have that now. But right now, Republicans control both legislature, both bodies in 31 states and in the trifecta, meaning the two houses of the legislature and the governorship in 24 states. Okay? You get Trump as a, a network, as a rallier and a galvanizer. You created a scenario now where they can't back off. So whatever Biden would potentially do, executive orders, the mass mandate, the COVID fascism, the shutting down schools, that becomes the the, the, the next flashpoint. Hey, Alabama governor. Hey, Utah governor. Are you with Biden or are you with Trump? Mm-hmm. Now you have your base that's constantly going to be on mm-hmm. the legislators and the governors mm-hmm. and things like that. And th- now you have something much more powerful than even when he was president, where you could potentially have half the country that is made great again with Trump out of power.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. And when you've got the guy that's the governor right now in the most expensive, important swing state in the country, just swinging a big stick at all of this, and and he's the guy setting the tone from the front. That you just start. You, I mean, if I'm in a deep red state, if I'm in Utah. You know, I'm like, why can't we do the stuff that Ron DeSantis does, man? I mean, people won't even admit they're Democrats in our state, let alone vote that way, right? Um, so I I agree with you. Good stuff, my friend. We'll do this again next week. All right. Take care.
4: Take care. God bless
1: hey one more time don't forget to take care of your pet give your pet what they need the most yes they need your cuddles and they need to go to the groomer and they need your uh, the walks and the rides and they need you to love on them uh, but they also need nutrition and chances are they're not getting it from that store bought food because it's been stripped of those things for a long shelf life just like the food that we buy these days that's why we take so many supplements now there's one for your pet as well it's called rough greens it's a powder that you mix in with your dog's food they're going to love the taste of it and it's got all the vitamins minerals, omega oils, everything pre-probiotics your pet needs. And you can try it right now for just two weeks to see if you don't see a difference in your pet for just $14.95 when you go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. R-U-F-F for roughgreens.com slash blaze. All right, we got about 90 seconds. Thoughts on that conversation I just had with Daniel Horowitz?
3: Well, it won't matter if... Uh, Trump is Obi Wan. If the rest of us won't be Obi Wan, I mean, we are all more powerful than we can possibly imagine. If we actually genuinely understand what freedom is, what a constitutional republic is, and how we need to be the captains at that ship, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I Trump ultimately, at the end of the day, is is will be really good at breaking things. Will will we have anything? to replace it with because he he can't replace what we need he can break things that are in the way with it but we are the ones who have got to be able to to step in and say now this is ours we're taking it back and we're not going to be be fools again
2: yeah along those lines if you live in wisconsin michigan pennsylvania georgia arizona even nevada and you have not called your legislators any of your elected officials that represent you Demanding to know what they're doing about this, especially the ones who claim to wear your jersey, Republicans, um, if you have not called them, if you have not taken steps in action to demand of them to make sure to see what they're doing, even if you know, even, even if the you know allegations of voter fraud or any irregularities are not rampant in the, your area of those states, you need to do that anyway. Make them uncomfortable. Make your employees uncomfortable all the time. That should just be our posture. That should be our posture. But if you live in those states, now now you got to do it more than ever.
1: We're going to stick around, do overtime for our subscribers. For the rest of you, see you tomorrow. Right here on Blaze TV Radio and Podcast. Until then, John 317.
0: This is Steve Dace